Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ, USA. We're the host, Bishop Dennis J. McMurray is our senior pastor, and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Did anybody come to rejoice today? I said, did anybody come to rejoice today? We give you glory, Lord. Enter into his case with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Why? Because the Lord is very, very good. His mercy is everlasting, and His truth endures to all generations. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. Hallelujah belongs to you. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. Say my hallelujah.
13th chapter and the 8th verse. This particular passage has been in my spirit. I want to share it again with you this morning. It is from the amplified version of the text, and it reads as such. Jesus Christ is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday and today and forever. I will read that again. It says, Jesus Christ is eternally changeless, always the same yesterday and today and who said that over there? And what? Shout it like you mean it. And forever. My subject to share with you in these next few moments together, my hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. I love the book of Hebrews because it is a reflection, I believe, of each one of our lives. The book of Hebrews finds a group of people who have made what I would say is the most significant paradigm shift in life that a human being can make. Some change this and some change that, but the basic fundamental foundations of who that person is remains the same. But here in the case of the Hebrews or the Jews who worship God in the religion known as Judaism, they made a total transformation in the way that they believed spiritually. They had been raised and their culture had taught them from generation to generation that Judaism is the only religion Judaism is the only way, and this man, Jesus the Christ, that everyone talks about as the Messiah and the Savior that we've been looking for, that is not he. And for anyone to embrace a belief that Jesus Christ could be the Son of God and that Jesus Christ could be the Savior that generations of Jews have prayed for, there is absolutely no way that a man can walk the earth and then walk into my heart and make me a child of God at the level that God has promised me. They made a complete change in their belief system. And the difficult thing about this is they had to walk away from everything that was familiar with them. They left family behind. They left careers behind. They left family businesses behind because those persons who are of the Jewish culture are taught in the Middle East that the land is theirs and entrepreneurship is their heritage and they are not to work for anyone but they are to be producers. And, and so there were people in this group of Jewish Christians 
who had walked away from everything, walked away from generational wealth, walked away from generational privilege, walked away from generational opportunity, and they found themselves believing in the Jesus that had not shown up yet. They had been promised, as the book of Hebrews talks to us, that life would be better. In the fiery sermons of the teachers of the New Testament experience, they were all telling the people of the region and of the world that if you give your life to Jesus, life would be better. That if you worship him, life would be better. If you commit to him, your life would be better. How many of you today we're told the same that life would be better if you commit all that you have to Jesus. Only to find as these Jewish Christians found, life had not gotten better. Life had not gotten better. Promises appeared to be broken promises. Expectations appeared to be lies and fairy tales. But there was one dynamic of their lives that had gotten better. Persecution <laughs> had got better. Life being difficult had got better. What do you do when the only things in life that have gotten better are the attacks and the spiritual warfare that you find yourself in? That's where these Christian Jews were. Everything had gotten better but the right thing. Are you going through the same thing today? Everything is getting better but the right thing and these Jewish Christians were at a point where they were saying amongst themselves and within themselves did we make the right decision by leaving all and following Jesus Christ there may be someone today you're worshiping with us and you enjoyed the breakthrough and the breakout that we just had but now the sweat is drying up the paper towel is soaking up the coffee <laughs> that you knocked over and you're looking at the fact that life still hasn't gotten better that's where these Jewish believers were they were at a point where they were frustrated at a point where they were ready to quit, and some of them even quit, they were at a point where they were saying amongst themselves, we just ought to go back to where we came from. If there's somebody out there this day, you're dealing with life, and the devil is trying to tell you, you may as well go back to where you were. I want to let you know that the devil is a liar and a deceiver. Hold on, my brother. Hold on, my sister. You'll change is about to come. Your change is in front of you and is connected to your praise and your faith. Praise sometimes is not enough. 
You've got to have your praise and your faith on the same level. I may not see it, but I know God's going to do it. I may not understand God, but I believe he's taking me where he wants me to be. I may not know my left from my right, but I know who's in charge of my life. Y'all got to make up in your mind, I'll never let go of God's unchanging hand. Why? He has done so much for me until I'll never let go of his hand. Is there any today God didn't done too much for you to let go now that's the challenge of this transformational message the challenge was the life and the experiences and the religious expressions of the Jews and Judaism was based on a horizontal experience Horizontal meaning it was connected to the natural things of life. It was connected to the wealth. It was connected to the privilege. It was connected to the opportunity. And they believed that if you had privilege, if you had wealth, if you had opportunity, then you had the kind of life that God wanted you to have. But here through Jesus, he was introducing a new way of life. And his experience was not connected to the horizontal, but his experience was connected to the vertical. Jesus is dealing with people and the writer of Hebrews is dealing with the church to say it's time now to move up just a little bit higher. It's time to have your hope in spiritual matters. It's time to have your convictions in knowing that you know 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 that can't nobody do you. Like Jesus can to know that for the Lord I live and for the Lord I'll die. Blessed be the name of the Lord. To know that you know that you know that you know that he, Jesus, will never leave you. Nor forsake you. And so here the writer of Hebrews is telling them stand firm in your faith. Let your hope be rooted in faith. What is the definition of hope? Expecting God to show up any minute and do what his word said it would do. Y'all, we've got to move beyond the fact where we are defined by an emotion, defined by whether we're shouting, defined by whether we're running. We've got to move into the dynamic where we're our spiritual being. If I don't shout, I still know God's got my back. If I don't cry, I still know it's going to be all right. If I don't run around the church, I still know that I got a reason to run because God has promised me that all things work for the good of them that love the Lord. Is there anybody in here that loves the Lord? Pastor Kirkland, if God be for us, who and what can be against us? And that's where the Jews were at this point, y'all. Then chapter 13 of the book of Hebrews, 
the writer of Hebrews was writing the conclusion of the whole matter and they come to a realization to understand that God's word was true and the writer of Hebrews was crescendoing them with a crowning expression of faith. He said to them that the Jesus you gave your life to and the Jesus that you made your commitments to he's the same yesterday today and forevermore and so, and so the writer of Hebrews was writing to them, telling them to embrace the fact that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The writer of Hebrews was telling them, look at yesterday and the fact that Jesus brought you through. Hey, yesterday then examine where you're at today and if you examine today you'll clearly and very confidently come to the conclusion that he's the same today and as you look into your tomorrow yesterday and today she could convince you that he's going to be the same tomorrow. If he bought you out yesterday and today, he's going to bring you out tomorrow. If he's been good yesterday and today, he's going to be good tomorrow. If he's made a way out of no way yesterday and today, he's going to make a way out of no way tomorrow. If he's been more than enough yesterday and today, he's going to be more than enough tomorrow. They began to cry. And they begin to tear up and they begin to accept that Jesus indeed, that Jesus indeed was the same yesterday. That Jesus indeed is the same today. And they begin to say within themselves, my hallelujah belongs to you. The devil tried to trick me yesterday and been messing with me today to make me think that I belong to him. But after this undeniable experience of breakthrough worship, I've got to stand tall in the midst of this world and declare that my hallelujah belongs to you. I was sick in my body. Didn't know how I was going to make it. But when I look back over my life and see that the Lord not only healed my body, but he touched my mind. They came to the conclusion, my hallelujah belongs to you in the midst of financial crisis and financial challenges didn't know how you were going to make it didn't have two nickels to rub together but you look back at yesterday and look at today and don't know how you made it but God has shown you he's Jehovah Jireh the Lord your provider they came to the conclusion my hallelujah belongs you I ask you to reflect upon your life glory to God 
Don't go back, just look back over your life. There's a fancy word in worship circles they call the sovereign hand of God. Which means the power of God, the influencing power of God, the keeping power of God. I'm just going to go hood for a minute. God had your back at every turn. God had your back through every situation. And if God had your back yesterday, come on, y'all. And you know that God has your back today. You should be convinced he's going to have your back tomorrow. And so why don't you shift now like the Jews shifted. And they shifted and said, my hallelujah belongs to my hallelujah belongs to, to you. You deserve it. You, you deserve, deserve it. it. You deserve it. Do you owe God a praise for being so you consistent? One thing you can count on, God will be consistent. He may not be expedient, but he will always be consistent. If you've been in a place where you've been bow pouting and complaining and doubting, your attitude hasn't been the best, this day, as the writer of scripture says, choose ye this day whom you will serve. And once you drop your anchor of hope in the hand and the presence of Jesus, You'll come to the conclusion of this sermon topic. My hallelujah belongs to you. Look at how the Lord has kept you through COVID-19. You can come to the conclusion My and say, Didn't think you or your wife were going to make it, but you must say, children struggled in school but just got the report card and found out they did all right didn't know how you were gonna make your bills meet in the house no meet but some way God made a way out of nowhere thought I was gonna lose my mind but I haven't guess what Don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know this. My to you. Don't know how I'm gonna make it through a few things even now, but I know this. My to you. Why must I give him the hallelujah? I'll tell you why. You deserve it. The Bible says that God inhabits you the praise of Israel. And when God is invited into your situation through the praise that you release in the midst of intimidation by the enemy, God can get in it and get in your life and make a way out of no way. I want to tell you, my brother, my sister, God is preparing to make a way out of no way. That's what a miracle is. And so one thing we must never do we must never allow the enemy to take the praise 
that belongs exclusively to God. And so I want to say to you, you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. Close your eyes and lift both hands to the heavens. You and just say that to God. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it, God. You deserve it. Now tell him, my hallelujah. My hallelujah belongs to you. No music, man. Just let the melody of our voices say it. My hallelujah belongs to you. I want you to say that three times with no music, with the melody in your heart. My hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah belongs to you. One more time, say it again. My hallelujah belongs to you. Wherever you are at. If you can stand in the presence of God, stand right now. Stand. If you can't stand, if you're in a place where you have to stay focused, everybody can do something. You can open your heart to God. And open your heart to God right now. I'm not going to ask you to repeat anything. I'm going to pray for you. My Bible says to me, the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Father, I lift your children before you all over this world who are sharing in this worship experience. God, we don't make excuses, but God, making this paradigm shift in spiritual foundation, I know is one of the most difficult things that a human being can do, to shift from the horizontal to the vertical, to shift from the natural to the spiritual, to have to leave behind friends and family, opportunities and experiences that have been a part of our culture and our life, all of our lives. God is not easy to do, but God, I thank you for how you have led us. So I say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in the lives of your children everywhere that are standing in your presence now with hearts open ready to be led by you some more. I curse to the root the lie of quitting and giving up. I curse to the root foul attacks, lies and persecutions. I cursed you in the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Ghost I declare and decree no person participating in this worship will quit or give up or walk away. But I speak and release into your spirit strength, healing, determination, perseverance, 
victory, liberty, and joy that comes through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, God, I ask in my final approach to this sermon today that you bless every person where they need you the most today. I'll say it again, oh God, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. In the hearts, and the mind, and the spirit of every person under the sound of my voice. And God, I pray that you would seal this worship experience today with the power of your Holy Ghost. Then, God, I pray that you would allow us to get a prayer through. So as your son Jesus sits at your right hand, acting as our advocate, can have a conversation with you, O oh God, concerning us. And I declare and I decree total victory everywhere in your life in Jesus' name. Before I say amen, I want you to say these words with me. God's been too good for me to turn back now. Come on, say it like you mean it. Say, God has been too good to me to turn back now. And look to God and point to the heavens and say, I ain't going nowhere, Master. Come on, clap your hands right now and give God praise with me this morning and say, I'm staying with the Lord. Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA, where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. G. McMurray is our first lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us our Sunday morning worship service at 10.30 a.m. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word, and until next time, walk in victory.